Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Um, Carlos Alcaraz up two breaks in the first set, up 5-2. Uh, here's the thing about fading Rafa Nadal, though, Jeff. You can never get too excited until it's over. It doesn't matter what position you're in. Yes, it's a good start for us. But we're, ta- we're taking on the king here. We're fading the king. So we, we, we stay humble. Let's go, Carlos. Get it done. Take the torch. Take the torch from him. On the run-up to the French Open. Looking good so far, though, this morning as we bet tennis during the show. Uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. Sam Ginsburg. Hey, uh, Gillett, Sam Ginsburg in Pittsburgh. Way back in, I think, 1983, I had Kansas City in over 8.5 when George Brett hit the pine tar homer. The final was 4-3. to three. I lose both plays. A few months later, they overturned the call and finished the game. Kansas City 5-4. Oh, man. Let me guess. You didn't... Uh, you didn't get your tickets cashed two months later. Mike Alvarez. I was on Northwestern versus Ohio State in that game where they were doing the uh, lateral thing at the end of the game that made the Ohio State cover possible. Brent on the call, and it's on the, uh, it's on the intro to SVP's Bad Beat segment. That one is right up there with the Belk Bowl. Jeff Kuykendall. I, I didn't think we were going to do Bad Beats, but after, again, after the Mets-Phillies thing yesterday, uh, in the first segment, in case you missed it, I talked about my two worst baseball beats of all time. You remember where you were when these things happened. And for me, again, it was the Mariners and the Red Sox. August 1st, 2013, had the Mariners up five runs heading into the uh, fifth. Robbie Thompson, interim manager, tapping the wrong forearm, getting the wrong pitcher in an unfavorable matchup. And then May 28th, 2016, I was on the, uh, the White Sox against the Royals, up 7-1, to Royals with a seven-run ninth. Jeff Kuykendall, a couple of uh, days ago, I had San Francisco versus L.A., plus money for $350. Went to bed with San Francisco up one to nothing. Woke up and checked the score without my glasses and saw San Francisco winning one to nothing later with glasses. <laughs> I went back to check another score and saw it was nine to one L.A. Well, that just sounds like a vision problem more than a bad beat. <laughs> That's a different kind of a story. By the way, uh, Mike Alvarez brings up the Belk Bowl, which is largely considered one of the worst college football beats of all time for people. That was the, uh, the Duke game. I still contend my worst college football bowl beat of all time, and I think this kills the Belk Bowl, was the 2014 Bahamas Bowl, (laughs) which I'll never, like, I will stand that up against anybody. I had Western Kentucky, I think it was minus two and a half, the Hilltoppers minus two and a half against Central Michigan. 
directional school bowl game, Bahamas Bowl. You, you remember where you were. I was in San Francisco. There's nobody in the stands at the Bahamas. You question your life. Like You're like, I'm betting a bowl game between directional schools in the middle of the day. And uh, they were up. <laughs> Western Kentucky was up. I'm not making this up. 49 to 14. I'm giving two and a half. 49 to 14 heading into the fourth quarter. You guessed it. Central Michigan scores 28 unanswered, right? 28 unanswered. So it's still, what is it? Still 40. Still covering. Still 49 to, I mean, it's still 49 to 41 at this point. So wait, what was the score? No, let me get that right. It was 45 to 14, yeah. 45 to 14. They scored 24 unanswered. Make that 27 unanswered. So it's it's 49 to 41, and there's one second left in the game. 49-42. And they, with one second left in the game, they they throw a pass, and it's I, I think the the ensue the, the kickoff. I can't remember the they with one second left in the game, they basically run a play that involves lateral, whatever it was, and they end up scoring. And you're like, I cannot believe this is happening. It's 49 to 48. Well, okay, at least they'll kick the extra point. I'll still have a chance to win this in overtime. No, then they go for two. And I lose minus two and a half up 49 to 14 at the well, beginning I, of the fourth quarter. I remember quarter. that one. That was a uh, Cowboys legend Cooper Rush was the quarterback for Central Michigan. <laughs> Don't remind me. It's just horrible. You'll never forget where you were for those. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, it's Jason Weigard. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it going? Going very well. The reason this comes up, of course, is because of the uh, the Mets Phillies game last night. Phillies up seven to one heading into the ninth. Ninety nine point six, no, ninety nine point eight percent win probability. Uh, there's the tri- there's the the old graph at uh, at FanGraphs. There's the win probability chart. So uh, chart. So when Bryce Harper grounds out at the end of the eighth. There's the 99.8% win probability. And I was just making the point earlier, Jason, not only do you remember where you were when these things happen against you, but, but if you bet enough baseball, it's kind of the price of doing business that every few years this is going to happen to you. Yeah, I've definitely had my share of these. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. Last night I managed to uh, sleep through this, this game, though. I was taking <laughs> well a nap when it happened. Well, well done. Uh, let me go to the Reds, which is another thing we brought up earlier. The Reds are the Reds are now uh, three and twenty-two. Three and twenty-two. By the way, Alcaraz wins the first set. Everybody six-two. Don't get too excited. We're fading Rafa. Um, so they're three and twenty-two, and they get four games this weekend against the Pirates. The Reds do. They're a slight dog today. They'll be a favorite. By the way, not even a negligible favorite. They'll be about a minus one sixty-five favorite tomorrow. That's the first four games of 19 still to be played against the Pirates. They do have seven more to play against the Nationals. They got 19 more against the Cubs in case anybody thinks the Cubs are going to stink. So there's plenty of games against plenty of bad teams. Will Hill, two days ago, two days ago, not three days ago, two days ago, the the Reds' adjusted season win total was 65.5. Yesterday it was all the way down to 58.5. Now it's 57.5. And so I oh, wow. ask, yeah. So I ask you, like, uh, what do you do with that? Is it still too many games? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't run out and bet under fifty-seven and a half. You're kind of running out of wiggle room at that point. If it gets lower, if it gets, you know, three, four games lower, I might come and bet the over. Actually, 
you know, at a certain point, it's going to get low enough that the value is going to be on the over. And that would be for me in the low fifties, even, you know, I don't think it's going to get to 49 or anything, but I would absolutely bet it at 49 and a half or something. Go over on that number. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, again, on pace currently to win 19 or 20 baseball games. <laughs> Just want to point that out. It's that, it's that comical at this point. Uh, the other thing, of course, that happened yesterday, we didn't get to this yet in baseball, is something that brings joy to uh, your heart and mine. Shohei Otani yesterday. And there's there's so many ways to to talk about this, but I'll just go with this. Yesterday, the Angels win 8 to nothing. They beat the Red Sox. Shohei was on the hill. He, of course, uh, took his rightful place in the batting order. He was 2 of 4 yesterday at the plate. But on the hill, 7 innings pitched, 11 strikeouts, no walks, no earned runs. Um, he gave up, what was it, uh, how many hits did he give up in the end? I can't remember. Five, I believe. Six, it was. Or, six, seven. six or seven hits. But 99 pitches, Jason, 99 pitches, 81 strikes. That is a career best percentage and one of the great performances in terms of strike, uh, strike percentage of pitches in modern baseball history. And 29 of those were whiffs, which is a career high, which is the most induced by any pitcher this year. It's arguably, according to some on uh, the Twitter machine yesterday, they said arguably the best game he's ever pitched in the majors. That was from Jeff Fletcher. And I guess my question to you is what I asked Paul Spora last night, which is if he does this a couple more times, like has a game like this, similar, even a couple more times, is he almost, I mean, I don't want to say he's a lock to win the Cy Young, but assuming all the other games are good-ish, it's kind of his to lose and maybe MVP too, right? Yeah, so to to break those down, the MVP and the size slightly separately. First off, for MVP, I'll just tell you, uh, he was four to one before the season. I had to shop around to get four to one. I asked Circa if they'd give me four to one for a, you know, pretty big bet. They said no, they wouldn't. And you know, I respect that. It means they didn't want to book him at that number. But here we are coming off Otani's best pitching performance of possibly his entire major league career and the Westgate currently has him at five to one. Mm. So I would love somebody to explain to me how Otani is currently five to one to win the MVP after barely being able to get down a very large bet on four to one before the season. So, uh, and I say that because I'm pretty much maxed out on Otani at the moment. So I can't bet more on five to one or I would, I, I just think it's crazy, but what I thought was crazier, and I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, is that his Cy Young odds were as high as 20 to 1, 15 to 1, 16 to 1. Now they've gone down slightly. I think he's down to six at the Westgate. But in what world is his Cy Young number right. three, four times his MVP number <laughs> when he's putting up incredible pitching lines this season? Like no one's paying attention to this stuff. In no world would his side number be three, four times his MVP number? And it's starting to adjust, but you've just seen these, these early, early overreaction moves. It almost makes me think that most of these people booking these futures have no clue what they're doing. Um, you know, so, so that's my opinion on Otani. I absolutely think he's the front runner for MVP. He's one of the front runners for AL Cy Young. The, the AL Cy field is very, very stacked right now. So you got to keep in mind there are several serious contenders there. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to belabor the point on this, but I will for 30 more seconds because I asked this of Spore last night on primetime too, which is this notion that, oh, we saw it last year already should not pollute anybody's thoughts on any of this, right? Like, specifically talking about MVP. Like, if he continues to be Ruthian, then it's his all the time, right? Like, you can't, again, the, 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 what was the thing where you, where you were saying? It was like, tell me the last time uh, Vladimir Guerrero had 81 strikes and 99 pitches. When was that again? You know, like. Exactly. I mean, it yeah, just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Like, it's not a been there, done that thing. This is something, it's like, what was your Ottoman Empire reference you said? It hasn't happened since the Ottoman Empire existed, you said. It's incredible, man. We'll come back. Jason's baseball picks of the day and more right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. Right now, VEASAN's offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Gil Alexander, Jason Weingarten is with us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. You can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. He's also, of course, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. Uh, do you have any Kentucky Derby uh, plays for us, Jason? What are you betting tomorrow? I don't. I don't have much of a opinion on the the horses anymore. I stopped. My last Derby future was uh, maximum security or whatever <laughs> yes. maximum whatever that, that was. Yep. After that, I just decided, why am I wasting my time? This is clearly rigged, and it's just I have better things to do with my time than lose money horse racing. Felika's head is exploding right now. Listen to this. That's <laughs> absolutely right. That was the one that scarred many people for sure. Uh, Jeff, well, Jeff said something off air. Jeff, let me ring you in for this. Uh, you were saying you think the, the you think the one big contender uh, for MVP uh, versus Shohei is who? Aaron Judge. And explain why. Because the pace that the Yankees are on, and I know it's stupid to do all of the pace after twenty five games because it's such a small sample size. But what happens if Judge has – he's already having a really good start to the season. What happens if he continues this and the Yankees win 100 games? We know we're dealing with humans voting on this, Gil. We are humans. So – And all their flaws. He's the one guy, if you're looking at it, more so than Vlad. I know Vlad's the second short shot. Trout's not winning the – if they're giving it to an angel, they're giving it to Otani again. Yeah. Judge would be the one guy that would be like, hmm – if the Yankees win over win 100 games, Judge hits 45 homers, hits over 300 like he is right now. I think he's hitting 295, actually. But gets over 300, OPS over 850. Um, have a shot. I don't hate that thinking. Jason, what do you think? Uh, I think you're partially correct. I think Jose Ramirez is putting up pretty great numbers. I think Mike Trout and his 279 WRC+. Plus, I could actually see a situation where the angels make the playoffs and trout wins the MVP and Otani wins the Cy Young, but I, I I'm not a hundred percent sold on that. I think judge judges definitely put himself in the conversation, but 
I don't see him, you know, if we're just going off, you know, going back to what Paul Sporer said yesterday, it's just, what are we even discussing? There's, there's no contenders in, you know, compared to Otani, but I, I understand. Yeah. I mean, like I, I get I, the argument. I agree with, with Sporer on that, but I, I do think it does bring up the point, right? Cause again, humans, right? So if somebody else since Otani has over the, just follow me here in this, I'm not saying it's logical, but I'm just going to give you just sort of my sense of what certain humans can do because Otani won it last year, MVP. The fact that he won it, if this year, if there is some kind of viable contender for MVP, that some voters in their heads will be like, well, he's going to get the Cy Young anyway. So let me just vote for somebody else now for MVP. You think there could be? No, somewhere? I don't see that. And I don't, I, I mean, we, we have the evidence already to tell us that's probably not correct. And the fact that Shohei Otani was the unanimous MVP last season. Okay. So I like um, it. unless, unless we're going to see a, a drastic change in voter behavior year over year, which I don't expect that this is one of the things that I was selling people when we were making the bet you know, before the season, I was saying the evidence is already in front of us. He was unanimous last year. It's not what's going to change year over year. And nobody really has a good rebuttal to that music to my ears. All right. I'm glad you, I'm glad you shot that down. What do you like today in baseball? What do you got? Well, I got one bet today. Can I sell you on the reds Gil? Oh, let's go. What do you got? Reds money line. Let's do it. I mean, everyone's (laughs) got to win sometime. It got to win sometime. Why not today against the pirates? Plus yeah, 122. plus one twenty two against the Pirates. Have you seen the Pirates play? I, I have seen them play, and it is uh, it's an abomination, is what it is. Yes, this this is the kind of game Pirates Reds should not be televised. It, you know, maybe you should just get updates, you know, from the radio. You know, hey, the the Reds scored a run, whatever. But don't pay attention to this game. Just bet the Reds and check check the score around five thirty six o'clock. What would it require? What would I have to say to you, like Jason? I want you to watch every pitch of this game. What would I have to give you to get you to agree to do that? Money. You'd have How to pay me. How much money I mean, would I have to give you? I don't know. I'd bill whatever <laughs> whatever a regular consultant bills the, the Pirates and the Reds for okay. baseball stuff. I'd want the same, you know, if you want me to watch your terrible baseball, I need to uh, get compensated for it because this is, you know, this is unacceptable. What, what they're, the product that's being put out is unacceptable. Let me, let me, uh, since we talked about the uh, Reds adjusted, uh, by the way, I like that play today. I may, I may join you on the Reds to be quite honest with you. Since we, uh, we talked about the Reds adjusted season win total at 57 and a half, uh, William Hill is, uh, has this up round the clock every day. The adjusted regular season win totals. Again, this is something I did in football was sort of in the, in the back rooms, um, for many years. It was this off the grid thing I was talking about for years that I did, and then, obviously, now everybody does adjusted season win totals in football on a week-to-week basis. Not everybody, but some books do, like DraftKings. William Hill does it with baseball every day. So let me, let's go to the other end, and I just want to get your thoughts. Again, this is me just throwing them out to you. I understand you haven't done any, like, super analysis on this. But the Yankees' adjusted season win total is 96 and a half. What do you think about that? The Yankees, of course, right now, do-do-do-do-do, the Yankees... 18 and 7, 18 and 7, the best record in all of baseball. Yeah, I'd probably go over. I think I think we're going to see a couple hundred win teams this year. The 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 way it's sort of shaking out or the way I see it and again, we're only through about 25 games, so it's it's early, but uh the way I see it is you uh 
uh, what, sorry, uh, I totally lost my train of thought there about the, the way I see it. I apologize. It's all right. Um, yeah, give me a second, Gil. I got to think about okay, what I was going right. to say. I totally well, lost that's okay. I'll, I'll give you just an oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Let me let me come back to that. I'll tell you, um, the way it's sort of shaping up is the bad teams are, are really bad. We're kind of seeing a barbell thing where we're not going to see a lot of teams in the middle. We're going to see, you know, the Reds, the the teams like that all the way at the bottom. And we're going to see a lot of 100 win teams at the top, but it's not going to not going to going to see a lot sort of in the middle range this year. Yeah, I believe I've called it the last few years, the uh, ever widening chasm between the haves and the have nots. And it just yeah, keeps getting, sorry, sorry about that. That's totally right. lost my train of thought. No, there. no, no, it happens. Trust me. Trust me. I'm here every day. It happens, happens at least one, two times a segment. I think uh, the Dodgers adjusted season win total is one Oh one. Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers got, uh, got rain delayed today. So after today they play 31 games in the next 30 games, which I'm at 30 days, which I'm kind of interested in. I think that's a, uh, pretty, pretty, you know, nice test early to see how the Dodgers are really going to perform. I made an MVP bet actually oh, what tied you got? To the Dodgers this week. What you got? Mookie bets drifted out 25 to one 30 to one at the super book. How do you get 30 to one? That's the same number as jazz Chisholm. You know, one of those guys is a real MVP candidate. One of them isn't uh, Mookie bets last two weeks. His numbers are as good as anybody in baseball, anybody in the national league. Although I will say Manny Machado and Nolan Arenado are very much in pole position in this race right now, especially Manny Machado who's you know, really outperforming even my expectations. And I, I had him MVP before the season. God, I sure wish I checked the Westgate app, but I don't. But twenty-five to one, Mookie Betts should never be twenty-five to one ever. No, at not any this time. early. No, not this early. That's right. Um, Dodgers one hundred and one. I mean, you know, while 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 our focus is on this Yankees streak that they just had and how bad the Reds are, the Yankees quietly just doing their. Th- I mean, so the Dodgers just quietly doing their thing, sixteen and seven. Half game lead over the Padres, two game lead over the Rockies, three game lead over the Giants, but sixteen and seven, just doing, you know, just minding their own business. It's the same thing with uh, with the under on the Reds. You get so little wiggle room at one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. So and and we have the yeah, and sorry to interrupt, but we have the evidence. You know, when when Clayton Kershaw was pitching a perfect game through seven, we have the evidence of Davey Roberts actively managing against possible history, right? Like the history didn't matter to him. And he says, we're just managing to win games. At least that was what was rattling around in his head. So one would imagine that even if the Dodgers started flirting with some, hey, the Dodgers are on pace to win, you know, 115 games, whatever, I'm just throwing something out. This could be historical that that won't matter to Davey Roberts or whoever is puppeteering Davey Roberts from the front office, right? So, like, I just, I think you're right. I think that's, they don't care about monster win totals themselves. They wouldn't if they even flirted with one. What is the Mets in season win total? You have that? I do. Uh, the Mets season win total is. They have them all up. Look, good, right? good on good on Will Hill, man. They have all of these up. Ninety three and a half. I think that's probably short. They're they're you know using on pace numbers. I don't like to use on pace numbers, but they are also on pace for. 110 wins or something. And again, they don't even have DeGrom back yet. Don't even have their best player. 93 and a half. Jason, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm on the reds. Let's go. Let's do it. Cincinnati reds plus 122 sold. 
Jason Weingarten, the great Jason Weingarten, uh, Weingarten rather, at the uh, the podcast name, The Wide World of Weingarten. Check it out wherever podcasts are distributed. And, of course, the Twitter handle, at Spreadopedia. Thank you, Jason. Coming back with Vinny Maliulo, the Hall of Famer, next. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. And lots of NFL preseason coverage when that time comes. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide if you want the full visa experience which features a daily best bets email every edition of every edition rather of point spread weekly use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it the cost is only 59 dollars to be a subscriber through july 31st sign up now at vison.com slash spring we get tweets at beating the book pat pt's best takes he, he said he checked the score prior to a flight feeling good about western kentucky in the bahamas bowl and got to his destination to see the score the beginning of my betting days and it humbled me oh pat don't i know it johnny ringo canelo fights an afterthought when we have gill and vinny squaring off on a friday morning boxing glove emoji <laughs> this is james james lloyd a few years ago had to get cowboys catching three and a half against the saints saints misfield will attempt to win in an ot second play breeze throws wheel root for an 80 yard touchdown oh james That'll happen. That's going to happen. Everybody just just uh, throwing these down. Neil Galbraith. I had Tampa Bay Rays to win in play against the uh, Red Sox, down 6 to nothing in the 8th for a miraculous comeback by the Rays that included a long-go bomb. Ben Zobrist in the park and a triple play. Oh, inside the parker, rather, in a triple play. Rays make playoffs 100-1, to I believe the odd was. Insane comeback. Oh, yeah, sometimes they're on good side. Anyway, there's, there's tons of these. We'll read some more later. Kev William, Phil Weiss, Kamish. Everybody's got one. Kamish, I believe the Bahamas Bowl was on Christmas Eve. Left for my sister's house, up 48 to 14. Didn't see the end. Thankfully, it was not a Christmas miracle. I think it was Christmas Eve day. Yes. Yes, Jeffrey. From Shams Trania, 76ers all-star Joel Embiid has cleared concussion protocols. Oh, he's in. So not, not officially. So he's still dealing with the orbital fracture. He's still dealing with the torn ligament. Embiid is doing everything possible to play tonight. Versus the Heat, but that is a big step forward, obviously. That's what needed to happen first, clearing the concussion protocol. He has cleared that. So a lot of people who have Sixers conviction going to grab the Sixers and the points right now. Get to it quick before that moves. Back. Heat were three-point favorites prior to that news. We'll see now if Embiid's status. Yes. Another update. They see this is a quick-moving thing here, Gil. 76ers, uh, this is from Tim Bomtens. Uh Embiid is cleared, concussion protocol, participating in shoot-around. As of now, he remains out as of now. Okay. The status could change, though, between now and tonight's game. But as of this moment, even though he has cleared concussion protocol, he's still being listed as out. So there you go. Check back, check back in about an hour before the game <laughs> That's starts. That's right. We have, no, we have no idea right now what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, here with the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo. Slow jamming with Vinny. Oh. 
Isn't that how uh, how Joe Buck always introduces Troy Aikman? Here with the Hall of Famer, Troy Aikman. That's how I introduce you every time. Uh, Here with the Hall of Famer, Vinny uh, Maliulo. That's, uh, shout out. Thank Joe. you, Gil. Shout thank out, you. Shout out Joe Pita, who says, I can't wait till you say that every time. <laughs> um, Vinny, you are, from the last time we spoke... Yes, sir. You have gone from common man to Hall of Famer. Well, How does it feel? Well, it feels, um, well, first of all, it feels, uh, it's humbling. Uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm grateful, Gil. It's a, it's a nice. Um, Inducted into the nice, sports uh, betting Hall of Fame, for those who don't know, along with Chrissy Andrews. Chrissy Andrews, uh, yeah. And um, look, I think uh, it, it's nice to be recognized, you know, for your for your body of work. So, yes. Uh, it I, feel, yeah, it feels good, right? I mean, well, listen, I'm, I'm certainly. Uh, uh, not against it. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, I am, you're, not, uh, you're not objecting. It's it's, uh, uh, it, it's very humbling, uh, honestly. You know, when you when you think about uh, your time in the industry and what I set out to do when I got into the industry, which was to uh, you know certainly be mindful of of the folks that gave me an opportunity, the folks uh, that uh, were more mentors, and uh, that I wanted to make a make a contribution to the industry. Uh, uh, says that people will, uh, are appreciative of that, so I'm I'm thankful for it. Is this the uh, this is the fourth year, I believe, of it? If I'm I, not mistaken, I think so, Gil. Yeah, yeah. and the SBC, uh, which uh, just want you to know, like the baseball equivalent of that class, the fourth ever baseball class in the Hall of Fame: George Sisler, Old Haas Radburn, Wee Willie Keeler, Lou Gehrig. That's the kind of company you keep right there. Well, from a sports <laughs> betting standpoint, I uh, that's. Uh, that's, uh, those are those are uh, great names and yeah. uh, great players. So, no, it's uh, you're Wee Willie Keeler is what I think I'm saying right now. <laughs> wee Willie, yeah, Wee Vinny, yeah. <laughs> or Old Hoss Ras- Bradburn, old timers. <laughs> great names, huh? Oh, these were what a great Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig, the uh, Iron Come Horse. on, come on. No, it's uh, it's listen, and I congratulate uh, my uh, my fellow honorees uh, in. Uh, in the hall and those that have gone before before me. So. Yeah, listen, listen. I know we we get into it all the time, but I yeah, I, I try to say as often as possible. You know, we are so, and, and I'll say it to you here again. We we are so fortunate. Those of us, the mere mortals, who get to be around you and Chrissy uh, and Jimmy and Roxy and all you guys. And and listen, none of us are getting any younger, and we'll never recapture this moment in time. Right. So it's like the 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 great generation of 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 guys on your side of the counter you know th- these days are should be should be cherished while everyone's still here again Gil that's uh, it's very kind listen you know um I think that I still enjoy doing it as well like as, as well as my I mean this is something that that we we really appreciate the opportunity to do and I think there are some you know the next generation that's coming up. There's some uh, tremendous talent out there uh, that hopefully, you know, not only you know they uh, take to heart what some of the things that we say and do, but also I learn from them as well. I mean, I think the thing that certainly has served me well, and I think when when you hear uh, Chrissy and and Jimmy speak, uh, they'll talk about the fact that paying attention to what is going on today is helpful. Being open-minded to it and things like that. So, uh, look, um, I have a great appreciation for the industry, and I'm excited about uh, the fact that it continues to expand. I think it's great. I mean, if you look in the United States, uh, over 30 jurisdictions, including the District uh, of Columbia. So, uh, 
Which, Boy, they, they get it wrong. Well, <laughs> there's time, right? Yes. To, uh, <laughs> there's time. There's, yeah, there's always time, Vinny. You know, they'll figure it so out. So let's. Uh, but there's hope. Uh, there's hope. I mean, listen. You yeah. know, Gil. Uh, a couple of years ago, we were when we when we first came on the air on Vison, right? It was still yeah. just Nevada as the only. Uh, American jurisdiction How now. Of course, it's expanded to Canada as well, and there's been a, you know an industry in Mexico for quite some time yeah. in the Caribbean. February of 2017, Beeson started. That's well, right. Whether well, we had a Super Bowl before that, but really mm-hmm. in earnest at the end of February yeah. 2017. Uh, a couple uh, little updates here. Uh, yes, of course, Rafa Nadal broke Alcaraz in the second set, so we could be headed to a third and final set on our bet. Uh, Andy McNeil does have a hockey note and a hockey bet that he wanted to. Uh, Share with everybody, not on a game tonight, but he had this to share uh, in case you want to get a Con Smythe bet in. Anybody want a Con Smythe bet in? Uh, Kale McCarr, he says, is out there around 13 to 1 and is thinking if the Avs win the cup, he'll be among the team leaders in points and he could see him finishing with more points than any defenseman has since the 80s. Uh, he said Miro uh, Haskinen had 26 points back in 2020. And that's fourth among defenders all time for points scored in a single playoff season. If McCarr plays 20 plus games in a run to the cup, which is a reasonable expectation, he should beat that mark. So 13 to 1, McCarr, Con Smythe. You raising a bet that one? Jeffrey? Yes? No? Wonder where we, where, where we can bet that here in Nevada. I know. I was looking. Vinny, any help? No, nothing. <laughs> Con Smythe now. <laughs> Yeah, why not? That kid, <laughs> that kid is, listen, I take 13 to 1 on, on, on McCarr, I can tell you that. The other thing that you yeah. are, that I know, we know about you, besides your, your work from behind the counter, is that you still love betting horses, yes? Yes, Gil. Dude, it's Derby weekend, Gil. I, this just in, a this... special numbers game investigation reveals it's a derby <laughs> tomorrow, a run for the roses. Uh, we're going to run you into a wall here, so I want to get most of this after the break. Okay. But generally speaking, let me just ask you one question. Yep. I haven't asked this of anybody, and I always use I always ask this of my Derby guests. If I came to you from the future, from beyond the Belmont, and I said to you, hey, Vinny, mm-hmm. a horse won the Triple Crown, what horse would that be? I think you have to consider, and it's, I know it's a bit chalk, Epicenter. Really? Yeah, and even you, though you and Chrissy yeah. both love Epicenter. Well, here's why. And Chrissy and I were actually talking about, and you know, Chrissy and I talk horses all the time. By the way, today's the Oaks as well for the ladies. Do you have an Oaks play? I do. I think uh, I kind of like Kathleen O. Kathleen O. Uh, a little bit chalky as well, but out of the ten hole, Javier Castellano. I'm just going to sound. I like Castellano today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So um, was it Kathleen O. You said Kathleen O. For the I Oaks like, today. Uh, uh, out of the 10-hole, Shug McGahee trained, and uh, Javier Castellano. Um, okay. So today for the Oaks, for the ladies. So right. gets, uh, hold your, yeah, let's, let's hold your talk thoughts about the on, Derby a little bit. Hold your thoughts on okay. Epicenter mm-hmm. and uh, how you're going to be betting the uh, Kentucky Derby. First of the Triple Crown races, of course, tomorrow from Churchill Downs. More with the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliula, right here on a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits 
like free bets and risk-free tokens planning a trip to Vegas. You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action. With BetMGM Rewards, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. Um, was updating the score. We're obviously doing a show here, so we're multitasking, and we're trying to follow our uh, Carlos Alcaraz bet. And I see that the score has stopped, and we're getting the word that Alcaraz hurt his ankle earlier in the second set, and that is why he is play. His performance has dropped and I guess we're in a medical timeout at this point. So uh, mm. this would be a sucky way to lose this, if you know what I mean, after Alcaraz took the first set. You never, what did I say earlier, though? You never get too excited when you're fading the king, Rafa Nadal. We get tweets at beating the book. Now, I didn't intend by the first segment for this to be overrun by bad beat stories. Um, so I'm not going to read everybody's bad beat, but I will read a, a few uh, other uh tweets here joe c714 100 agree on the otani statements earlier what humans forget is how good mike trout is every year he's not hurt he should he should have won mvp at least five times already but people get too used to greatness just like otani five times wow uh prime time i agree with jason jason weingarten the reds pirates game should not be broadcast on tv radio in fact anyone wanting a score update should be forced to call a score phone and listen to jack price advert advertisements riffing on what uh, crack and i were talking about yesterday steve by the way great response to that as well that whole uh, walk down memory lane in the 976 numbers yesterday and the pagers steve in vegas mookie 25 to 1 for mvp at bet mgm you were saying that too jeff uh off air so you can still get him there 25 to 1 Talking about what Jason was talking about. Matthew Mayberry, ask Vinny if he ever used performance-enhancing drugs on his way to the Hall of Fame. Never. So you say. Performance-enhancing Chianti, but. So you say. Hmm. Yeah, Larry L. Alcaraz hurt his ankle early seconds. That hasn't looked good since. Con Smythe up at uh, William Hill, 14-1 to 1 on uh, McCarr as well. Okay. Everybody chiming in on that. Oh, they're back to playing. And Nadal has a. Uh, Alcaraz on the ropes in the uh, second set. All right, Vinny. So um, let's follow up on a couple things. Yeah. One, let, let me get the Mattress Mac thing out of the way. Okay. So Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. monster, monster amount of money in the paramutual pool. 155, uh, over 155 million on the race last year, uh, all told. So if he bets 2 million on a horse tomorrow, mm-hmm. that's not going to do much, is it? Oh, I think, you know, there'll be an initial hit. It depends on when he bets it, too, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's right at post time, obviously, it'll still, you know, the total keep calculating. But, uh, I, you know, Gil, when, when you've got that much liquidity in the pool, and remember that the Breeders, uh, the uh, uh, the Kentucky Derby is the number one bet race, you know, in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, would that um, – hey, listen, that's a that's a ter- tremendous bet. There's no question about it. And uh, you, you got to give him credit for, for making a play like that. Uh, you know, putting his money up. Uh, but with that much liquidity in the pool, you know, typically, you know, f- you would think, well, does that take it, you know, take it down significantly? Just create a minus pool or something. You know, it, it doesn't do that. Not, a, not with the Derby. So um, he's indicated he's, he's going to make a play and that, you know, I'm not sure who he's going to bet, but uh, the other thing is don't forget it, it could help 
if it's not one of the shorter, like like I, I mentioned, right, right. epicenter at seven to two. If he doesn't bet epicenter, then that only helps the uh, only the, helps the price right. uh, of of some of the chalk. I was just uh, trying to, horses. Yeah, I was just trying to get a you sense know? of how dramatic so, it'll yeah. it'll be. Yeah. Um, why? Okay, so explain why you love. By the way, I, so I, I correct myself. Um, I mentioned uh, for today for the Oaks, uh, Kathleen O with uh, Javier Castellano, not on um, Epicenter tomorrow. Joel Rosario's on Epicenter. Why I like one of the reasons I like Epicenter Gill is, or a couple of reasons. First of all, terrific horse. Uh, he's had a, a a good, had a good two-year-old campaign. Um, He's he's a, he, adaptable. So if the track comes up a little bit off, now it's supposed to be rain today and tomorrow at Churchill Downs. Now they do a terrific job of sealing the track, right? To have you know the uh, the water kind of run off. It, it depends on how much rain and when when the rain is, uh, when the rain comes, uh, obviously. But uh, he 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 can he's an adaptable horse. Uh, he can go to the front if he needs to, and he probably has to in this race because he's in the three hole. Uh, where where you get that you know that great traffic jam at, uh, as they get out of the gate and get to the first turn, uh, unlike any other race you know with 20 horses in it. So uh, the other thing uh, that I, I really like about the horse, and I learned this years ago uh, from some some pretty good uh, handicappers, these are all quote unquote three year olds, but they're not all the same age. Right. They're not all born in the same month. Epicenter was foaled in January. The his, his, epicenter has uh, about a three-month uh, jump, if you will, on some of these other horses, and as a three-year-old, that is is significant. It's stronger. Uh, they're still obviously developing. Um, I don't think it's as quite as much a factor when they get to be four or older, but as three-year-olds. It's uh, I, I, I do pay attention. Epicenter to it. was the answer to the question when I asked uh, Chris Malik earlier this week. What's the horse you're going to fade that others like? His his answer was Epicenter. So you guys are opposite oppo on that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. What what you're obviously not just betting Epicenter to win though, and uh, that was the answer Vinny came up with when I said I, I come to you from the future. Who won mm-hmm. the Triple Crown? And you said it would be Epicenter. How how else are what other horses are you including in your bets? Here? Um, Epicenter, uh, I think uh, Messier. Uh, at eight to one in the six hole, formerly trained by Mr. Baffert. You know, Baffert's got a couple of, yeah. Uh, technically, he's got a couple of horses. Because that's the other thing I've been asking people, Vinny, is yeah. how dumb are we? How dumb are any of us going to feel if we don't bet the two Baffert horses and one of the two Baffert horses? We're talking about Messier and Taiba, right? Uh, Taiba, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They're... If one of those horses win. And, and Peter Fornital had a great line yesterday. He goes, boy, that's a conversation I don't want to have to have afterwards, which is, yeah. of course, the Baffert horse won. Sure. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're a factor, right? Yeah. So when you're when you're crafting your exotics, uh, uh, certainly, uh, certainly those two. I think uh, uh, another horse, again, a little bit chalky, uh, Zandon, probably you want to uh, include. And then, you know, again, you, you want to – Kind of look at some things, Gil. Where uh, again, pay attention to to the weather. You know who, if it's if it's if it comes up off, uh, you know, in terms of the, uh, of the track conditions, uh, Epicenter and Zandon have uh, both uh, won in uh, on off tracks. You know, so, um, but yeah, you. you but you, you, look, you can't bet every horse, right? It's, right. Right. You know, it's you just start eliminating horses, and I think some of the horses on the outside. You start probably eliminating some of those. If Mo Donegal wasn't on the rail, 
would that be a play? Uh, yeah, I could. I mean, I could see where folks you could could make make a case for Modine. But again, the rail, and you say, well, Vin, you know, is there much difference between the rail and and the three hole? Uh, not not a whole lot, except. I look at what you know the, the running styles of the horses too, right? Mm-hmm. And and how you know uh, the the connections and how you know the trainer and the jockey you know will 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 come to to formulate a plan. But um, yeah, Mo Donegal, I, I that's a, that's a horse that I'm I'm not going to use. But yeah, nothing would shock like you said, me. You can't bet every horse. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you know you you, you but can't. Those, these are the ones that have come up all week, right? Uh, in some varying form, Messier, yeah, uh, Taba. Mm-hmm. And um, Zandon, you've probably we heard got a lot of right? Zandon. Yeah. We got a lot of Zandon, of course. Is yeah. a short. How about shot. White Abario? No. Well, yeah. Somebody brought up White Abario. Ten, uh, yeah. ten to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because no, even no, if... no cyberknife. No one's saying cyberknife anymore. Hmm. That was like a like two months ago. That was sort of the hey, get cyberknife before yeah. before everybody else. Does. I, I I think so. Yeah. And again, there's you know I think it depends too on what folks have in terms any futures they may have. You yeah. know, I mean there was there was a derby derby Churchill Downs had uh, uh, had future pools out. There were some future pools around the country. By the way, again the the impasse that existed in Nevada right last year and the year before has uh, has been resolved so yeah uh, business back to usual uh, here in Nevada and hopefully we'll exceed uh, we'll be at least uh, seven million or more uh, which you love from your side of the county well it's just yeah. you know listen you don't want to be booking no right you want, because you want also to offer people the full betting menu All right. pick sixes and I'm just things. gonna say the only certainty Vinny is that whatever horse I end up betting will not win the Kentucky <laughs> I promise you that I may <laughs> I do a service for everybody and tweet it out tomorrow Gil. do not bet this horse because uh, I am Gil. It's, a, it's my history in horse Well, racing. let's see. We can't break that streak for you, buddy. I, I'm American Pharaoh and 537 <laughs> is my all-time record. It's that's the only pretty, one I ever that's got. That's a pretty right. good winner, right there. Yeah, no, that was that was a good one. Triple crown. Did did bet him to win the triple crown. That good year. for you. Nadal and Alcaraz going to set number three. We'll see what uh, Alcaraz's story is with the ankle. If he can uh, continue on, that certainly seems like it's. Uh, in the balance, Joel Embiid through concussion protocol still ruled out, so we don't know his status either. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, everybody. Lombardi line next to Visa, the Sports